his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. 97.1 FM Talk. On demand audio. And two years ago, COVID had shut down. Our businesses were closed. Our schools were robbed of so much and... Today, COVID no longer controls our lives. And two years ago, democracy faced its greatest threat to the Civil War. And today, though bruised, our democracy remains unbowed and unbroken. Yeah, it was COVID that shut all those things down. It was COVID that forced you to wear a mask. It was COVID that forced you to take an untested vaccine. COVID was capable of so many different things and really still is in this country. If you think about it, I'm not so sure that COVID wasn't too... Be blamed for the Chinese spy balloon that flew across the country the other day. I mean, it's it's utterly ridiculous. And he barely even mentions that last night. We'll get into that here in um, in due time as well. I do have in the audio cut of the day segment this afternoon in a couple of hours, I'm going to highlight something related to um, COVID that Joe Rogan talks about on his podcast. So we'll get into that a little bit later. Right now, though, let's talk about the State of the Union and uh, the debacle last night and the great response by Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Tommy Pickett is with us. He's the RNC Rapid Response Director. Tommy, how are you this afternoon? Welcome back. Hey, I'm doing fine. Thanks for having me on. Uh, So obviously with with you know, stories like this and with a speech by a president in the opposing party, I wouldn't expect you to come on here and, and offer all kinds of accolades. But even the beginning of the speech where he got confused about whether Chuck Schumer was the majority director or the majority leader, or the minority leader was not a great start, was it, for the president last night? No, it wasn't a very bizarre start. I mean, he started by asking the Supreme Court justice for a court order because his wife is going to the Super Bowl for some reason. And then then he went on to, to confuse the title of uh, Chuck Schumer. I mean, it just and that honestly was the highlight of the speech. It actually went downhill from there, actually. Uh, I mean, there was a prepared remarks they released on his website right as he was going on. And you could follow along and see where he deviated from their paired remarks versus what he actually was delivering. Oh, I didn't know and that. You could almost, you could almost uh, predict where he was going to make a mistake because he was deviating from what they put on paper. So, well, with the, so with the Schumer and, thing in particular, he just was lost and he couldn't he just couldn't bring it back. He couldn't get the brain to say, oh, yeah, that's right. He's not the majority leader anymore, which he's old and we've seen this before. But it was on full display in the first five minutes of that speech last night, Tommy. Yeah, I mean, it really was. And I, I honestly almost think that's less worrying than the fact that, you know, his staff put on paper blatant lies you know so it's what he obviously was confused it was it's clear that he he was confusing what the title of uh, chuck schumer was he had a very bizarre start to his speech but that wasn't just compounded by as he was going through issue after issue i honestly wondered what country he was talking about because it didn't it wasn't the united states of america i mean he, he was talking about the border being secure I mean, he only talked about it for 60 seconds 
but how is that the takeaway? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. All right. So he, he tried to lay a lot of blame on the previous administration Republicans. Let's get into that. Under the previous administration, the American deficit went up four years in a row. Because those record deficits, no president added more to the national debt in any four years than my predecessor. Nearly 25 percent of the entire national debt that took over 200 years to accumulate was added by just one administration alone, the last one. They're the facts. Check it out. What? Uh, Well, how would you respond to that? Those are the facts, Tommy. Check it out. Well, they're not really the facts at all. I mean, this is the president that his first act, his first major legislative act, was forcing through a $1.9 trillion stimulus that economists from across the spectrum said would fuel inflation. They knew at the time it would, and yet he rams it through. So I I don't think anyone should take lectures from Joe Biden on fiscal responsibility. It'd be laughable if it wasn't concerning that he still wanted to spend more of our money, if he still wanted to force the working class to bail out wealthy college graduates we still wanted to waste more money by sending it to quote unquote green energy companies. I mean, it, it's just it's laughable, but that that's the takeaway. And, and this is just more of the same from a president that refuses to take responsibility. Where, where would really you highlight? Yeah, where would you highlight some of the other areas? I mean, I've seen some criticism today where in, even the Washington Post, I think the fact checkers have been forced to correct some of the things that he said last night. But what would you take issue with most um, prominently? Well, I think the two big things for me were when he went on about Social Security blatantly lying about Republicans wanting to cut Social Security as part of a debt limit negotiation when Speaker McCarthy the day before in a primetime speech took those cuts off the table. So Joe Biden and his team knew that was a lie. No, it's false that Republicans are pushing right now to, to, to cut Social Security. And yet he said it anyway. So I think that for me was a huge takeaway. And why did he say that anyway? I think to scare people, to try to scare people away from a responsible debt limit increase that actually examines our spending. And then the second thing that I really took issue with was his rants about the economy. I mean, hours after a poll comes out showing a record number of Americans say they're financially worse off than they were two years ago, Biden spends the first part of his speech bragging about how great the economy is. For me, that's very insulting. When Americans can't afford to heat their homes, can't afford rent, can't afford gas, Biden's talking about how great it is. I mean, maybe it's great for him and the well-connected, but it's not great for people that are, are paying taxes and are working in this country. In the end, you know, I, I've kind of joked about these speeches because I don't even know how many people watch. I haven't seen the ratings from last night. Have you? Were people dialed in? I haven't. I, I mean, I think people would be better served if they weren't dialed in, to be honest. Right. But I guess the question would then become, does, does this, in the, in the end, this is kind of a rah-rah thing that every White House does, depending on who is in power, and does it really make any difference when it comes down to it? Obviously, you want to challenge some of the things that he said in the speech, but when the American public are worried about the, the real things that you just referred to, you know, paying their bills and uh, trying to get their kids to go to school and catch up on some of the things that happened in the last couple of years, that certainly was missing. You know, discussion of where we are with education last night. Uh, there, there's no answers in what he said. And obviously, all the criticism of you've seen today, Tommy, of the and I'm not a big fan of yelling liar or doing some of those things. Marjorie Taylor Greene did that. OK, I'd, I'd prefer to take that out. But let's not act like Nancy Pelosi didn't sit on that dice and rip Donald Trump's speech in half. And you had a bunch of other cult members in the Democrat Party dressed in white a couple of years ago during Trump's speech, doing some of the same things that happened last night. Now, two wrongs don't make a right, but let's at least acknowledge that, right? I think it's also important to acknowledge that Joe Biden flat out lied. I don't know why that's all of a sudden getting a pass in terms of decorum. I don't think it's very uh, polite to tell lies about your political 
uh, opposition uh, for political points and what's supposed to be uniting speech. So I think, you know, a lot of people are giving Joe Biden a pass on the fact that he just wasn't telling the truth, which I think should be the focus here. Uh, and so I think for, for me, if we wanted a speech that didn't have the, that type of unruly behavior, then you shouldn't go up and just flat out lie. And I, I think that would have been the easy solution here. So how would you respond to this? This is Nancy Pelosi. This is on a little bit of a broader political front. Joe Biden is a, a person of gut vision, knowledge, judgment, strategic thinking to get the job done. He was a remarkable two years, a remarkable two years. And again, connects very empathetically with the American people. So I, I hope he runs. I'm for him if he runs. And I know that the Democrats will fully embrace him. If he runs, it's over. Well, Tommy, it's settled. If Biden gets in this race, it's over. So we don't need to. You'll never have to answer questions about Republican potential Republican nominees or anything of that sort because it'll be over. So that maybe reduce your workload to a certain extent. Right. (laughs) It's just it's, it's like it's like what is she talking about? And this is the same woman, by the way, that during the depths of covid went on TV, late night television, and showed off her luxury ice cream collection. So forgive me if I don't think that Pelosi's in touch with the pulse of the American people. Uh, I mean, 31 percent of Democrats, that's it, want him to be their nominee. The rest of them don't. So if if only 31 percent of Democrats are in your corner, I don't think this presidential race is over by any stretch of the imagination. Tommy Piggott from the RNC, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming on here this afternoon. Hey, thanks for having me on. You know, the other thing, I, I got to get to a little bit of the Trump DeSantis stuff, too, because um, that's been weird in the background. And I don't know how many, you know, those of you who are political animals and junkies, you're probably dialed into this. But um, Trump's been going after DeSantis on several fronts that have been rather unique on lockdowns where he's not the guy that's responsible for that. Um, and certainly opened Florida back up. And I think it's fallen on deaf ears, even amongst members of um the most ardent supporters of the the former president. So DeSantis has this thing yesterday where he's filing suit against um well let, let me back it up a little bit. There's a there's a lawsuit that involves a defamation suit against Rudy Giuliani and Mike Lindell, the pillow guy, some of Trump's closest allies. And DeSantis has this event yesterday that includes a conservative lawyer who represents Dominion Voting Systems, right? Dominion Voting Systems, the um, the defamation suit is actually based on things that Giuliani and Lindell said about the election being stolen. Dominion says, look, you lied about some of this stuff. And this lawyer that was sitting next to DeSantis, there's people that are interpreting this as a bit of a, you know, a slight to Trump because this young lawyer who was there is representing the uh, the old Dominion, the Dominion, old Dominion's a country act, Dominion in that voting machine. She also works for Project Veritas, so she's a conservative lawyer. So the infighting between Trump and DeSantis kind of goes back and forth. And then Trump's been making these allegations. And this is something I don't even like talking about this because I think it's so weird. There's this strange undercurrent where people allege different things about whether it's pedophilia or things related to children. He's tossed some of those things out about DeSantis. Trump has, which, again, I don't get it. I think it's very confusing. So DeSantis, when he's asked these questions, basically just answers this way. I spend my time delivering results for the people of Florida 
and fighting against Joe Biden. That's how I spend my time. I don't spend my time trying to smear other Republicans. I think that's a good tactic because if you saw, and I didn't even want to get into this yesterday because it's rather disgusting, but he's on the, the true social, the social media Trump is insinuating that DeSantis is grooming teenage girls for some things that he's done in the past. It's bizarro. And why he thinks some of this stuff is going to resonate, I have no idea. All right, I got an interesting newsletter from my school district, the Rockwood School District, a piece that was written by a parent that actually, and I'm not stunned by much, kind of stunned me. We'll get into that coming up next on 97.1 FM Talk. Get more at 971talk.com. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 